0: The first person who is a person who is a person Should I say Shadu anra Muhammad Hey Hey Hei alam falak Hei alam falak Bala هو أكبر <coughs> أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله واشهدوا لا شريك محمدًا عبده ورسول أما بعد في الله واشهدوا الله واشهدوا الله واشهدوا الله واشهدوا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم، وأイス كلا وبلل ملا إكتي إن لا في الأرض خليفة قالوا أتجعل فيها من يفسد فيها ويف, ويف في قدما ونحن نصبح بحمدك ونقدس لك قال إني عالم ما لا تعلم وعلم آدم الأسماء كلها ثم عرض عرضهم على الملائكة فقال أم بيوني بي بأسمائها إن كنتم فَادِقِينَ I have recited verses 30 and 31 of Al-Baqarah, the second chapter of the Holy Quran and uh, the English translation is and when your Lord said to the angels I'm going to place a ruler in the earth they said will you place in it such as makes uh, such as make mischief and shed blood and we celebrate your praise and extol your holiness he said surely i know what you know not he taught adam all the names then presented them to the angels he said tell me the names of those if you write they said glory be to you we have no knowledge But that which you have taught us, surely you are the knowing, the wise. He said, O Adam, inform them of their names. So when he informed them of their names, he said, Did I not say to you that I know what is unseen in the heavens and the earth and I know what you manifest and what you hide? This is about Sadaq Allah oh, I start with apologies for slight technical problems we had. Uh, but let's get back to the topic. And in this Khutbah, I want to talk about The concept of names because it says that and he taught Adam all the names. But let me digress slightly and that is that a man had damaged his back. He's in the UK and uh, he had lost the ability to walk because His spinal cord, the nerves that take the the messages from the brain to the legs had been uh, damaged or severed and so on. So the doctors devised a machine and they implanted that machine. And that machine took messages from his brain to his legs, bypassing the damaged part of his spinal cord and he began to walk he walked a bit like a baby he was unstable and a bit jerky and so on but walk he did and uh, there are many other machines which are on the way and interestingly we saw them in science fiction movies A machine has been or is almost on the point of being launched that will allow the blind people to see. You'll put this thing on your eyes. You know, it's like two video cameras. They will see and transmit messages to your brain about what these things are. And no doubt there are many other such machines which are on the way and being worked on now what i found interesting was and this was what drew my attention to this verse of the holy quran was that uh, a survey was carried out and that survey concentrated on people very religious people And it mentioned these machines and these implants to them and said look you know uh, there's uh, the the doctors and engineers are working on artificial intelligence and they'll come up with little uh, uh, little gadgets that can be implanted in your brain etc what do you think do you think it's a good idea or a bad idea 81 percent Of these devout religious people said no this is against God's will and this is against God's law. Now my question to you is in which country do these people live and which religion do they belong to? These were Americans mostly white, Christians who'd been to schools in America, who'd been to colleges in America, who'd been to universities in America. And 81% of them said that this is against God's will and we mustn't do it. The question that arises, you know, if it's against God's will, how come human beings are doing it? But uh, I thought of these verses of the uh, of the Holy Quran that God taught Adam all the names, and if you if we go to uh, uh, classical commentaries of the Holy Quran, you know people like Imam Ibn Qasir. In his uh, Tafsir, he says that uh, Allah taught Adam all the names of everything and then uh, he goes on to say the correct view is that he taught him that is adam the names of all things what they are and their qualities right down to the noiseless thought so god didn't just say show adam an apple and say to him this is an apple he also taught him according to imam ibn kasi qualities all the qualities of that apple and that applies to everything else and interestingly Ibn Qasir refers to Bukhari a hadith in Bukhari in making his arguments and the hadith goes that the believers will assemble on the day of resurrection and will say let us ask somebody to intercede for us with Allah so they will go to Adam and they will say, you are the father of all the people. Allah created you with his own hands and ordered the angels to prostrate to you and taught you all the names of everything. And Imam Ibn Kassi then goes on to conclude from that that Allah taught him names of everything remember earlier on he says it doesn't just mean names but it also means their qualities their characteristics ibn Hajar he also uh, discusses this and uh, he then says there was some dispute as to the meaning of the word names it was suggested that this referred to the names of his offspring. That is some, some people say when the Quran says God taught him all the names. Some say it means all the names of Allah. Some say all the names of Adam's progeny. <coughs> all the names of the angels. All the names of different species without going into details all the names of everything on earth or the names of all things etc. Imam Shokani says the names he doesn't say just names you know this is an apple this is a table this is a horse. Imam Shokani says that the names are phrases or expressions And what is meant is the names of objects uh, whose names Allah taught him. This is the opinion of a majority of scholars and this is the true meaning of the word ism, name. This is confirmed by the word all, all the names, which indicates that he taught him everything and did not omit anything no matter what it was now i want to take these explanations further and add uh, something to to, to to these views about uh, what the word ism or what were the names that Allah taught Adam you see what happens is that think of a child you have a baby and you're trying to teach that baby The name of something and you teach him you don't just say you know this is the name but you point the thing out so that the child can grasp its form its qualities its characteristics now let's take an example that if you didn't uh, do this what will happen you tell the child that a four-legged animal is called a horse. So the child sees a dog and points to a dog and says horse. Why? Because you've given him limited knowledge. You taught the child anything with four legs is called a horse. A dog has four legs. There are many similarities. A dog has a tail, a horse has a tail. And so you can carry on. So what you do is, you you say to the child, no, a horse is something different. A horse has these, these characteristics and a dog has these characteristics. And the child then sees two dogs on the street, you know, one of Queen's Corgis and a Rottweiler and the child is confused. Because they look totally different. The Corgi and Rottweiler or an Alsatian, they look totally different. So you teach him the difference between the species of dogs. That yes, they're all dogs, but dogs belong to different families. And you maybe say to the child, well, it's like, you know, you belong to this family and The child next door belongs to the next door neighbor's family, and so on. So, what you're doing is you are increasing the child's knowledge so he can more accurately identify things that are around him. So, teaching names is not something that is just what done once it is a continuing process that happens throughout every human being's life our knowledge of things improves I mean you know uh, I'll give you my example that uh, uh, I had some knowledge of resiccation of the earth Holy Quran and then someone rang and they said uh, we teach people to recite the Holy Quran and I said well yes maybe but I can recite the Holy Quran so he said let me give you a test and there were many technical faults in my recitation from the Arabic point of view so I said oh okay can you please teach me the correct accent and help me practice so that I drop Punjabi or Urdu accent. And the same thing happens to other things. Again, take the example of the Holy Quran. Um, when there was lockdown, someone suggested that uh, you know rather than quarantine we make it quran time and we have some broadcasts about the holy quran and so on so i thought that was a good idea and i started um, looking at the formation of words in the holy quran so every day i would take a word on the holy quran and uh, look at how it was formed and uh, different meanings it can have etc uh, etc et and i'm learning and i'm sharing what i learn with other people but the point i i'm i'm making is that uh, <clears throat> learning teaching is not something that ends whatever and I agree that Imam Shokani was quite right, that it wasn't just a name, that the word names, Isma, included phrases and expressions which taught a human being everything about the creation. But I take it further and I say rather than just meaning that God taught him names, what it means is God gave Adam the ability to find out and learn about everything around him. And when, you know, humans weren't very developed and they had to walk and they couldn't see very far, they developed knowledge of things around them and then they tamed horses and they could go further so they developed more knowledge. Perhaps previously they only had knowledge of I don't know an area five mile in radius around them once they got horses maybe they could have knowledge of 500 miles and So, it went on. But the interesting thing is, and remember this, the development of these things and abilities took a long time. God gave us this ability. But we developed the ability to speak so we could communicate knowledge. But when one person died, his knowledge died with him. And that was that. Whatever he had learned, whatever research he had done, whatever he had found out on his travels, once he was dead, that was dead and gone as well. Well, people might have remembered it for a generation or two, but that would have been all. So the next thing that developed this further was that writing was invented. It was mainly invented because people wanted to do trade and so on but that's a different topic. So that meant that the knowledge one generation gathered was now saved and it could be passed on to others. Although it was very difficult. The method of saving it was uh, not that great. Initially, people carved things on stones and you see this in Egyptian hieroglyphics. They used pictures to represent things because the concept of alphabet and words had been invented. And then the concept of words and alphabet was invented. But it was still expensive to share that knowledge because people had to sit down and write down books in whatever language. And then, of course, printing press was invented and it became cheaper and faster to share that knowledge with a lot more people. But books were still expensive. In British universities, there's something, someone called a reader. What's his job? Well, what it says, he's a reader. Because there was only one book on a particular topic in the library. When there was a class, he was asked to sit there and read out that book and students would take notes from it. And then, of course, as I said, printing press was invented and things became quicker and cheaper. Next, we come to our time where we we now have the ability to share information almost instantaneously with huge numbers of people. You know, if you have a website, you can uh, uh, go on there and type something in. And anyone who's interested in that topic will be able to see. You can write an email and send it to a large number of people and they will immediately get whatever it is you are saying and if it, it is interesting and they are interested in it they can share it to others and those people who receive it they can share it with more further people and so it goes on but instantaneously information is shared with millions of of uh, people these are all stages of the way God taught Adam names these are stages of how the uh, the ability in Adam in humanity developed to preserve And perpetuate and share knowledge that they find about uh, everything in the in 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 the universe whether it's apples or land or uh, uh, lions or giraffes or whatever they can communicate with each other in a way having got this ability we are actually going back To the Egyptians and hieroglyphics. Egyptians used pictures to denote things. Now you get little videos there is no sound. The video might be uploaded by a French person or a German person. I don't know French or German but I look at that video and just by looking at the video I get the message of what he is trying to communicate. This is exactly what uh, Egyptians did. So we are going back to that. Question is then, what is the next stage of being taught these names? I don't know. Perhaps it's artificial intelligence and planting of these AI machines in our body. We already have uh, artificial intelligence machines. You can buy vacuum cleaners that you don't need to uh, physically use to clean a room. You just press a button and eventually the machine learns where the obstacles are and clean around them. You have lawnmowers that cut grass doing the same thing. But then you can have uh, uh, machines which are implanted in your body to regulate your blood sugar level and your blood pressure so that you don't have strokes then become disabled because parts of your brain are damaged and uh, we are now at a stage when rather than giving medication to people to cure them doctors are developing techniques and it has been developed and used for one type of cancer that your own immune system is trained and taught that these cells are bad cells you should attack them and kill them and destroy them which means that you don't have to suffer all the side effects of these nasty drugs that these poor people have. Uh, uh, have to take. So my view is that when God says I gave Adam the ability that ability or taught him the names that was God giving Adam the ability to find out for himself what things in universe are what their characteristics are, how they operate and how they behave. And that will continue until humanity through something foolish manages to destroy itself and becomes extinct. بارک اللہ لنا و لکم فی القرآن لزیم و نفعنا و ایعاکم بالآیات و ذکر الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدن عبده ورسول اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ابراهيم انك اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد على ابراهيم ابراهيم انك اللهم من نصر الدين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وخز من خَزَلَ دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تابع الله عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالاقل والاحسان واتعاز القربى بجنها ان الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظوكم تذكرون اذكر الله يذكركم Before we start our prayers, I want to uh, remind everyone, please pray for all those who are in difficulty. I particularly particularly mentioned in this respect our brother uh, uh, Jalil from Italy, uh, who under, underwent serious uh, brain surgery some weeks ago. And uh, I assume he's now undergoing chemotherapy and so on. So please pray for him, especially, but pray for the whole humanity that God may keep everyone safe and sound and free from harm. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman ar Maliki Yomid. din يا عبد و ایاتا استعید احتنق واف المستقیم فرات اللذین ان امت ولد اِنَّا عَقَيْنَاكَ الْقَوْسَرِ فَفَلِّ لِيَوَّبِّكَ وَنْحَرِ اِنَّا شَانِئَكَ هُوَ لمن حمد مالک یوم الدین یاکا نقبود و یاکا نستعین احتنفت واقل مستقیم فرات عليهم والبالين آمين قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس اله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوثبث في خدور الناس من dinati والناس Allah أكبر but Samuel Law, Huliman Hamida. Allah work, Allah الله اكبر <تصفيق> <تصفيق> الله اكبر <تصفيق> us Thank you for joining us for our Friday service. Our next broadcast is going to be, I hope, next week when we'll carry on with our series the Dabbarul Quran in Urdu and the Reflections on the Holy Quran in English. Until we meet again, I pray that Allah keeps everyone safe and sound from and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, khuda hafiz, goodbye.